Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Trader Corbett Crypto Show. It's been a while since I've had a guest on here. Why? Well, I've been busy trading and doing other things, but it is my absolute privilege and honor to be able to speak to the Managing Director of Kraken Australia, which has basically come to our shores in 2020. I've got Jonathan Miller with us right now. Thank you very much for your time, mate. Thanks for having me. Great to be here. Mate, uh, look, first things first, um, you want to just tell us a bit about yourself and you know, how you've come to become the managing director of Kraken, I guess. Sure. Uh, you know, the, the story is an interesting one. It was, it was a pretty, pretty, pretty exciting year. We, we got acquired. We had a, a local brokerage here called Bittrade and I was the MD of that. And, and we got approached by Kraken uh, last year, 2019, to, to, th- to think about what, you know, how we could work together. And it, and it turned out that, that the best way to do that would be to kind of you know, take us out and, and, and come out here directly. So yeah, we're really excited to be representing Kraken, uh, Kraken Australia. And, and yeah, my, my background is, is, is product and, and crypto. I, I got really into crypto in, in, in 2014. Uh, prior to that, I was really interested in macroeconomics and, and kind of big, big money, money thinking, and mm-hmm. and and I was and I was writing software. So so crypto was the Venn diagram you know, of my interests. It was right in the middle, and um, it was both things. And so that, that that got me very excited, excited about what money might be like without you know I guess being issued by government. You know what's a non-government issued money, but also what what is a native internet money? And mm-hmm. uh, and you know obviously the, the whole spl- space has exploded since then. Uh, it's not just about money. It's, it's all, it's, it's everything. Uh, but yes, yeah, so, so Kraken, Kraken is a, is a really good fit. It was a really great cultural fit for us and, and really, really excited to, to bring their, their suite of products uh, out here. Mate, it's, um, it's, it's quite cool to say, I mean, I met Austin in uh, Dubai. We did a fireside chat and uh, yeah, he, he, he absolutely body slammed, not, you know, literally figuratively a, a woman in the crowd in my, in my, um, Defense. It was quite interesting. He's very passionate. The whole team seems to always be really credible. And I mean, one of the things that I, I really want to know, I know the audience wants to know, is we, we seem to see, I guess, so many um, exchanges and pro projects coming and focusing on Australia. Now we've got a populace of what I think 25, 26 million here. So it's it's really, really small. Why are we so valuable as a country for clients in crypto? I think Australia is a really interesting, interesting place to be. You know, it, it, I, you know, for want of a better expression, it, it punches above its weight. I mean, I think, I think there's a, quite an established finance uh, sector here, right? And so you see um, a, a whole bunch of different client types in a market like this. And, and a lot of those clients were already clients of Kraken. And one of the real reasons we came out here was to service them better uh, and to then grow uh, and bring, bring, bring Kraken products here and, and bring them here because, yeah, there's, there's a really uh, kind of willing, forward-thinking, uh, interested market here of, of people who understand not only money but 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 technology. Yeah, that that, that to me is is one of the main things. Also, I think you know Aussies are Aussies are known for having a bit of a punt, and 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 it'd be fair to say that the crypto world is relatively speculative, and and it's a great arena for 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 making predictions, you know, and thinking hard about what what the future might look like from an outsider's point of view. Australia's got an interesting perspective on the world. You know, we're not in America. We we do absorb a lot of their media. We're not in America. We're not in the UK, but we kind of got a vantage point on those, and, and we're in Asia. So there's a, there's a fair bit of money from Asia in here. So yeah, I think I can see why why there's a lot of interest in, in Australia for all, all those reasons from the globals. And look, speaking of punching above our weight, I mean, it's, uh, it's 20 years to the day where the Australian, well, where Sydney hosted the Olympic Games, which are still the best games ever. 
Uh, Easily. So I feel like the Australian crypto community is very much like we were in the 2000 Olympics. We were competitive. We were good. We were small, but geez, we were, we were a force to be reckoned with. Unfortunately now, not so much. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a good analogy, that one. And look, I mean, when it comes to coming into Australia, obviously, we, we do, there is a lot of competition for a business like Kraken to come into. We have some established brands, um, obviously, one of which Kraken has, you know, taken in or bought into, absorbed, whatever you want to call it, in, uh, in your parts, past company. But, you know, there's so much competition. What are you going to do? to attract these people that are already in, we'll talk about the people that are already in crypto for now. How are you going to bring them across to Kraken? What's going to make them go from something that they know and somewhat trust as much as you can um, to, to a new platform? It's a really good question. I, you know, I think there's, there's a huge amount of competition here, huge amount. And, and that's super healthy. I think one thing to understand about Kraken in general is that it's a, it's, it's, it's a bit bigger than you think. It's a, it's a portfolio business. It's got the, obviously it's got the Kraken exchange and, and we've got some really exciting developments to bring to that exchange. Um, some of those things are available now uh, in other markets and, and some of those, some of those will be available to Australians, you know, pretty soon. Uh, and on top of that, we're, we're constantly innovating on that platform. So there's a, there's a, there's a culture of innovation. So over the course of the next six to 12 months, I think you're going to see a lot um, come through just the, the Kraken.com uh, and through other other mediums. In addition to that, we've got the Kraken futures market. We've got a futures exchange, Kraken futures. It was also, a, you know, an acquisition story. Crypto facilities over in the UK. Uh, it, it's a great product. It's it's, you know, firstly, it's got it's the only fully licensed uh, derivatives product. It's it's a futures market with a full market license over in the UK. Um, that's really exciting because it means that we can start doing things, you know, above board in other markets, including Australia. Uh, and then on top of that, we've, we've, we've got uh, crypto watch, which is a, a kind of Bloomberg style terminal with multi, multi exchange data analytics. And, and you can trade through that as well. So we've got, we've got a terminal and, and we've got uh, CF benchmarks. So um, the benchmarks, uh, data is actually used by the by the CME uh, group by the Chicago Mercantile Exchange for, for their contracts. So so you know Kraken's more than just just one one product and and bringing those that that layer you know that stack here I think is a is a big point of difference for us. We've also got I think an interesting perspective and you said you know culturally speaking everyone's everyone's super passionate. There's a there's a nice mix I think of of hyper passionate people at Kraken, but also people who really understand the way and, and where this industry is going. And, and fundamentally, you know, Jesse Powell, who founded the business um, back in 2013, he, he saw it going this way when he went over to, to Mount Gox to help, to help those guys when, when everything hit the fan. Yeah. Um, and he realized that in order for crypto to become mainstream, it needs to professionalize. And part of that professionalization story is, is regulation. I know that's a kind of an area for a lot of debate. We can talk about that, but yeah. So, so Kraken's, Kraken's very, very strong in this. And, and I mentioned that we've got the license over in the UK for the futures platform. Yep. It's just being granted a license in Japan, a full markets license in Japan. You know, this is the progression that we're going to see with Kraken. I don't think that's going anywhere. Um, and, and, and these are the points that I think in addition to their transparency and their security that they bring to market as, as a real differentiator. So when you say fully regulated or regulated license, I mean, does that mean that you're going to be able, Kraken's going to be able to then offer 
futures contracts on equities indices, or are you going to purely stay within the crypto sphere? Is it looking to develop outwards so that you can have basically everything under one roof? I mean, I know that other um, CFD and futures providers, uh, stock, you know, stock brokers and whatnot, most of them have a little snippet off there for a bit of Bitcoin, Ethereum, and a few other contracts or spot. Well, not really spot. It's usually a CFD, um, but they're pretty average. The, the, the spreads are woeful. Uh, and it's just, it, it's kind of like, oh, okay, client, you want to talk about Bitcoin? Sure. There's a Bitcoin product. Not like, right, we are focused on the facilitation and, and you know, rollout of proper trading, um, you know, proper trading tools for traders to be working with like myself. So, you know, are you going to go into their space and start to cut their lunch? Or what's the plan on that with the, the full regulation? Because you don't need it right now in crypto. But of course, it's very good to have, as you said, about that credibility. And it's going to happen at some point, right? You're going to need it. Yeah, I think it's fair to say that, that, that things like this are going to happen, that there's going to be moves over time. And I don't think it's going to be moves away from regulation. Like if you're going to think yeah. about the, the probability here. Um, secondly, yeah, you're right. The world is kind of is becoming a bit... Um, multifaceted when it comes to the finance world and the crypto world. Kraken's mission is to be a bridge, right? To be a bridge between crypto and traditional um, markets. And, and, and to that end, yeah, we're, we're looking at all sorts of ways we can, we can, we can make trading attractive and, and make trading exciting. So yeah, I think watch this space when it comes to the kinds of leverage, when it comes to the le- regulation that we've, you know, we've been looking at and, and the licenses that we've got. Watch this space, absolutely. But there's nothing I can talk about publicly uh, in, in terms of which way we're gonna go. But, but yeah, in, from my point of view, a personal view is that um, the crypto world, you know, people often use this example when it comes to, to what crypto is going to do to X, you know, what is crypto doing? It's the, it's the kind of internet age, um, you know, for, for public publications, but now for, for banks, you know, we've got, we've got the disruption of banks and what does that mean? I think it's more than just a disruption of banks. I think it's more than just money. I think it's markets. Mm-hmm. I think that we're, we're going to look at a world in which yeah, we're already seeing that trading, be that crypto or, or, or equities or whatever it might be in, you know, globally on global um, platforms rather than localized platforms. Yeah. I think that's, that's, that's a trend that we can see happening already. You're seeing um, the ability to trade us equities on, on local yeah. products here. Um, you know, I, th- I think, I think th- this is a, this is definitely a trend line and, and yeah, we're all, we're all about bringing really great experiences to people and, and you can't count us out of, of thinking really laterally. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I like the idea of the bridge. Um, we sort of try and do the same sort of thing. Is you know, I've been trading for fifteen years. I've worked with CME, ICE, Oanda, a lot of the big businesses out there before I came into crypto. And my objective, I mean, there's I think there's seventy two or seventy three million active traders um, in traditional markets out there, right? Something around that sort of figure. There's probably 0.01% of that in crypto right now. That's active traders. I'm not talking about investors. I'm talking about actual traders. What we want to do is we want to bridge that gap as well with what we do in our education is that, you know, we can bridge that gap. It, it, it doesn't matter whether I'm trading over there or where we are now. The reason I love crypto is because of the volatility. It, it's quite straightforward. It's, it's just, you know, I can take less trades, manage my risk the same and make more money. Are you kidding me? It's the perfect business outcome for a trader. So, um, okay, cool. Are you seeing growth at the moment as far as accounts? Like, I mean, are we seeing there's two 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 variables? Are we seeing uh, volume growth um, on the platform Australia and globally, and are we seeing new accounts being opened? Because that's a really good metric that I like to see. Yeah, I mean, you, you talked about volatility. We we put out a report monthly, the Bitcoin volatility report. Um, the one for August just came through. There's some great data in there. You know, I can speak to a bit of that now. The 
August was a huge month, I think, for for, mm. for, for crypto, but for, for traders in particular, the, the volatility was up, growth was up. There was a huge amount of trading. We, we saw uh, 50% growth in terms of volume uh, month on month. So, you know, huge, big, big amount of trading went on in August for lots of reasons. I think those reasons range. Some of them were because of the price movement and the volatility around the price movement up and down and, and around, uh, you know, reaching reaching some, you know, 12K marks. And that's always a nice little psychological thing. Mm-hmm. I think the, the also what was happening was fundamentals that were at play and, and, you know, big, big news items. Obviously, there's the background noise of money being printed. Um, there's the background noise of, of equities looking overvalued. There's the... Um, the kind of general fear, I guess, in the market over the next five years, well, what's happening to, to the US, what's happening, you know, to the, to the global economy. Um, and, and on top of that, um, you know, you kind of, you've got the layer of, of, of people thinking about whether they want to hedge into gold or they want to hedge into something new. So I think you've got a whole, a whole bunch of different things in terms of growth, that story, that kind of uncertainty story and the correlation with gold and, and thinking about crypto, not just as a, as a place for, um, innovation, but also as a hedge against traditional markets, yeah. be that property, be that, be that um, equities, be that dollars. Anything, really. um, right. So, so the, you know, Bitcoin's uh, correlation to gold, I think hit its all time high for the last couple of years of 0.97. You've got um, people thinking about what the hell they're going to do in terms of their incomes over the next five years. They might want to start diversifying that by trading. I think, yeah. you know, crypto has pr- provided a great, a great arena for this. And we've seen it in the numbers. So we've seen growth yeah. to give you a little example in March this year, um, Kraken had to hire 200 people to handle new account uh, onboarding. So we've hired 200 people globally to, to, to handle growth for the, for the, for the business globally. So I think there's a big trend line in, and, and, and that might be a function of, uh, you know, you know, people working from home and not being, you know, wanting, wanting to, to um, play, play around and be bored, but rather looking and making use of that extra hour that they've got because they're not commuting yeah. on, on an alternative income. And so, yeah, I, we've definitely seen growth and we're seeing it in Australia as well. Um, that's not just been something we've seen, you know, overseas. Uh, and so, yeah, it's a really exciting time, I think, to be, to be in the business of crypto and, and to be trading. Mm. And do you think, um, I mean, do we have the perfect storm here, mate? I mean, look, what we've got is we've, we've uh, you've touched on a couple of those points. We've got my personal opinion is stocks are massively overvalued. I'm really concerned about a lot of people's pension funds, superannuation funds, these sorts of things. It's there's no yield or bugger all yield. Um, there, there just seems to be a, a lot of money jumping into equities based probably wholly off the stimulus to a certain point. Anyone who's not sophisticated and doesn't pull the plug at the right time is going to be absolutely damaged um, by what I believe is to come. We haven't learned really that much um, in many parts of the world. And the global barometer for, for the stability of the economy worldwide is the S&P 500. Um, and it doesn't seem to be, you know, it, it's just kind of, there are no physics when it comes to this market at the moment. Uh, it doesn't make any sense. We've got leadership coming up I and mean, 50 or 49 days until an election uh, in the U S it's, there's a lot going on. We've, we've obviously got COVID it's hit, which as you quite rightly put, there's a lot more people with a lot more time to be able to do more. Um, there will be people that sit around, they just complain and they hate it. And, and fair enough, it, it's horrible. It's especially, you know, for a lot of people that are still in lockdown, it's a really hard time. Uh, jobs are going, business is going under. It's, um, it's a really good time to start to consider your other options because one of the things I see at the moment is you look at, it, it, traditionally it was start a business, be your own boss and your world is in your hands. Well, the world's learned that's not actually the case because the government can go, 
yeah, sorry, everything you've worked for, you can't do anymore. Sorry about that. Mm, here's a thousand bucks a week. Good luck. <clears throat> you know, and, and I think people are waking up to the fact that they, unless you've got something that truly can't be taken away from you, like an online business or a way of making money just here, looking at this screen, you know, they, they're going to have to, I think more people are aware they're going to have to have something of that nature whether it be they're actively trading or whether it be, well, hey, I've got to diversify into a few other different things here and buy a bit of Bitcoin. It's there. So do we have the perfect storm right now for Bitcoin to just rock it off again and we see a move, you know, akin to September of 17, um, where we hit 3,000 and then race off to 20? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's super interesting. I think what you're saying, the, a lot of what you're saying, I fully agree with in terms of the, the, the collection of things that are happening. And, you know, obviously, you know, everyone thinks their time is, is a particularly complex time, a particularly dangerous time. I, th I think right now, objectively, it is pretty, pretty gnarly out there. Uh, you know, you've seen um, Australia's growth fall the biggest ever since the, the Great Depression. You've seen the same in the US, the most amount of unemployment. Uh, there's huge numbers out there that aren't necessarily being reflected in, in the key indicators that everyone looks to. It's weird. Um, and, and yeah, that is slightly concerning. So you have to think that something's got to give at some point, some sort of reality check has to come yeah. into play. Now, I think in terms of what that means for Bitcoin, well, I mean, look, you've, you've got gold hitting all time highs. You've got, you've got hedges hitting all time highs. I think that in, in the crypto world, there's been a slightly interesting uh, aberration, however, which is that um, crypto's, crypto's the makeup of the landscape ha has been changing a little bit in terms of the number of coins available. You know, it's very easy to kind of launch stuff. Yeah. At my, you know, it's not, it's not like a listing on, 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 the, on the NASDAQ or whatever it might be. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's, a, it's a much more fluid process. And Especially so it's DeFi now, right? That's right. You've seen this, this, this kind of wave of tokens that are classified as, as DeFi, as, as DeFi or decentralized finance. And, and they've got a lot of the limelight over the last couple of months. And so Bitcoin's dominance, for example, um, in terms of market cap has kind of come down relative, relative to the size of crypto, but the pot's been growing. So, you know, does this mean Bitcoin's primed here to charge? I think generally speaking, the long-term view for, for crypto, it's very hard to argue against, against some sort of growth. But what we are seeing, we're seeing volumes on, on those other coins. We're seeing volumes on alts and that alt season kind of being, being in play. So I, mean, I, think, I think Bitcoin, you know, from an absolutely personal point of view, you know, is, is the, the ultimate hedge it's it's a scarce it, it, digital gold, yeah. um, and and you'd have to think that it's going to, especially with the correlation it's it's shown to gold, that it's going to continue in that in that kind of ranging upwards. But but the um, the the interesting thing about the market at the moment is that there's been all these other areas for people to to look at and play, and and you know that kind of utopian idea of of decentralized finance. Um, some some of these projects aren't even that new. You know, you look at you look at some of these projects that have, that have been around since 2017, and and they got absolutely dumped on, and and all of a sudden now people have remembered that um, that the internet is probably the future. And <laughs> surprise, surprise. Like um, <laughs> and so I think that you know, in terms of the perfect storm, what people have realised is that digital versions of platforms of finance are, are definitely worth taking a look at. And that's that's how I read the DeFi. The DeFi thing is not just hype; it's it's people thinking about well, what does it mean to be a bank in the future? What does it mean to lend money in the future? And, and all the iterations therein. Um, and, and crypto itself, you know, as a as a whole arena, is becoming more professionalised. That's that's for 
certain, you know, the, the type of customer that we're getting in are people who have been trading the ASX. Um, there are people who are wanting to do that diversification, that portfolio diversification. And I, yeah, I think Bitcoin's got, got a great, um, a great story. And the story is not just a, a branding thing. It's, it's a technical thing. It, it is uh, fundamentally a, a, a more provably scarce version of gold um, that you can send to someone's phone. I mean, how, how good is that story? And so, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I, I can't see it. I can't see it doing anything, but, but, but continue to become more prominent in terms of people's minds and, and, and market share. Yeah. I mean, the other thing, I mean, banks, okay. So a lot of money's wrapped up in banks, right? We know that they have typically provided a pretty good dividends, um, pension funds and that what, what not have been actively inside of these places, making their investments. If we do see a GFC style event uh, and we see stocks plummet, um, and we, which means dividends will cut, which they already are. Uh, and then we see property prices follow soon after that based on unemployment. And let's face it, a pretty overinflated property, property market, especially in Sydney and Melbourne. I think we'll see Melbourne absolutely uh, fall apart. Um, and I think Sydney is going to have to have a bit of pullback as well. Well, who's offering that debt? Well, that debt's offered by the banks. I think we'll see massive repossessions of, of, uh, of residential and commercial properties because commercial is being smashed as well. So, what does that do to a bank? Well, it draws the price down. If they're over leveraged, well, it can send them under like we saw in the GFC. So the safe havens, I mean, you look at Buffett, he sold a lot of his banking shares as well. Like that's riding on the wall right now. You look at Apple, look at how much cash they have in the bank. Um, and same with Berkshire. Berkshire Hathaway is, has got massive cash reserves unless they've done anything recently that's not been publicized. Big time moves coming up. Well, well, just speaking of, of, of Buffett, I think he, he Hathaway's just bought a majority stake in, in the Barrick Gold Mining Company. And, you know, I think he, he's, he's not yet willing to, to eat his hat and, and buy no. a Bitcoin mining company, but maybe the Barrick Gold Mining Company is going to diversify into crypto as well. You never know. I mean, you've seen some, you've seen some prominent moves by even S&P um, listed companies buying, yeah. buying crypto, you know, like, uh, MicroStrategy, they're a NASDAQ listed firm. Yeah. Uh, they bought 250 mil in Bitcoin as an asset. Yeah. So, so these, are, these are listed companies making these calls. I, I think you're going to see lots more of that kind of behavior. It's not just someone selling their house and going all in anymore. It's a, it's a legitimate consideration for, for hedging, hedging your assets in a time of high volatility. You know, you just described a perfect storm there, a perfect kind of property bubble storm. You know, you're starting to see, I think, the evidence of, of the shaky ground. Um, when, when it comes to stocks that are, that are betting on, on, on the future uh, businesses like Afterpay who are, who are betting on, on returns in the future, people are, are moving away from those considerations because they just don't see the next five years, um, the kind of growth that people would have expected. So yeah, it's, it's definitely hedge, hedge a clock. Um, and, and you're seeing that in the price of gold. I think you're going to see it in the price of, of crypto as well because it plays that same kind of role. Yeah. And look, I mean, when we talk about demographics for targeting as a business, right, for cracking to target, I mean, we, we know that there are a lot of more tech savvy, younger people, millennials um, that are aware of crypto. We also saw this recent Robin Hood boom this year, right? Um, you know, younger, younger generation on an app buying a, a, lower under, like, uh, a lower market cap stock, like a penny stock or a small value because to go and buy, you know, a thousand dollars worth of, you know, CBA, they go, no, 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 no. They don't want five, 10, 15% growth. They want to see some real money move. Now the, the crowd that's in there doing that, surely they're going to come across into crypto because that's where the volatility is. So that's one demographic is millennials. The second, what do you see the second demographic or, or who, 
there's the, there's sort of the baby boomers because there might be less accounts, but they've got more money, right? So there's two variants that will come for the volume to funnel towards exchanges and into our space. What demographic, if any, um, are you guys sort of setting your targets on as being, I guess, the, the low-hanging fruit, really, at the moment? Yeah, well, well Kraken's got a, a platform that really suits people who are, who are sophisticated. Uh, it's got obviously the futures offering as well, so you, you can't you kind of got two two arenas to play in. Yep. The, um, the I, I think the next twelve months to twenty four months is going to see yeah I think I think a lot more of the younger younger demographic come back to to crypto. Interesting, one of the stats that I saw was that the most the ASX has received the most number of new accounts, and the, and the age bracket is all millennials, all younger people flooding mm. to the ASX where they're looking for bargains. And and I think that's great. I mean, I think it's great to see young people. Um, looking to to invest in their in 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 all sorts of assets, right, in, including crypto. And I think that they are going to come back to to crypto in droves because it makes sense. It, it's internet, internet money. It's understandable. But that being said, the other trend line that we've seen is that in Australia, you know, there's more and more self managed super funds um, being spun up because people are losing faith in in their super funds' yeah. ability to manage their money. Um, they're thinking about doing that themselves and doing that in a way that suits them. So, and then they might have the time to do that now too. So, so yeah, we're seeing we're seeing sophisticated uh, investors and we're seeing people with with you know essentially structured structured entities to to manage their their wealth and to take advantage of the of the regimes that exist out there to support people's long term investment strategies such as self managed super funds. So that that's a that's definitely something that you you know we're seeing people come to to crack them with their SMSFs and uh, and that's yeah it's absolutely fantastic. It's welcome. Are you um, at some stage looking into getting into that market as in, you know, being able to be a one-stop shop for an SMSF? Because obviously they've got to be set up. They've got to be structured. I know it takes some different licensing and there are crypto companies or companies out there that will set up and offer, you know, that sort of structure. But is, there, is that a market that, uh, that Kraken, especially Kraken Australia with the self-managed super fund might, uh, might look to explore into in the future? For us, it's about providing the marketplace. Yeah, okay. it's about providing the pathway onto it, and and we're happy to to educate. There's a lot of information on on Kraken.com in terms of education and learning, uh, crypto basics, and, uh, and and I think that you know this this arena. There's a, there's a lot of information out there in SMSFs and some great providers locally that can help you. But yeah, at this point, we're we're looking to provide a really fantastic way for people to to bring their entities on board and then and then help them with reporting as well. Make sure they got the tools to 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 download their reports and make, you know, and, and ensure that they're compliant. Yeah. That's a pain in the backside. Sometimes I'll tell you that much. So, okay. That's, that's a really good understanding of what you're doing. What, what, is there anything exciting going on right now that you are allowed to tell? Obviously the UK uh, licensing, the Japanese licensing or regulation, sorry, they're two things. I'm sure there's a heap behind the scenes that we can't be told of. Is there anything you can sort of dangle a carrot or can you, can you tell us anything uh, that's, that's, that's sort of new or exciting or will spark interest? Yeah, I think I think that the the really interesting thing uh, when it comes to Kraken is the diversity of products available, and and what we'd like to see is more of the products that you can trade offshore on the Kraken Exchange come to Australia, and and, and one of those is definitely is definitely margin. Um, you know, the, there's there's great opportunities to bring you know more sophisticated products in into the Australian market, and uh, and and you're going to start seeing some changes on the Kraken platform pretty quick as well. So yeah, re really excited to bring some of those things here and, and to bring some of the news to you guys uh, as it hits right uh well look welcome well not welcome to australia you're already here you already set yourself up in this wonderful city we call sydney you know what it's all about you've got uh, cracking at your back and you're working with those guys very closely um look I, I look forward to seeing your progress and seeing if we can be a part in um 
in, in spreading the good word of Kraken. I had nothing but good um, you know, interactions with everybody that I've spoken to around Kraken uh, in the past. There's some very good platforms out there right now. Um, and as a collective for the entire space, whether it be spot margin futures, whatever it may be, it's really good to see some professionalized outfits coming in. You know, the fact that you guys have competition, other client, uh, other companies that didn't exist two years ago. Uh, I now have opportunities to, when Bitcoin gets stronger and the dominance increases again, if we see that, I've got opportunity to short uh, Bitcoin paired on margin. That's, that's what I've wanted in 2017, that didn't exist. I can link my orders. There is so much going on in this space. And as you said, competition is a good thing. So it's great to see more competition in the form of Kraken coming to Australia. Ladies and gentlemen, Jonathan Miller, the Managing Director of Kraken Australia. I suggest you go and have a look. Where do we find out more about Kraken yourself and what you guys are doing? Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. It was great being here. Speak to you soon. So where do we find more? Where do we find oh, anything like where you got social? Yeah, absolutely. So you can come and, you can come and visit kraken.com. Uh, that that that's the the global uh, you know landing page for 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 Australians as well, uh, and 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 visit our, our Twitter as well for for, for daily updates. Kraken FX, uh, I, I'm on there as well if you want to find me. But but yeah, we're, we're here. We're in market. We've got a, a super secure offering, but also a professionalized offering with with a portfolio of tools. So looking forward to bringing more and more of those to market here. And thanks again. Yeah, thanks for having me on the show. Mate, it's been an absolute pleasure, ladies and gentlemen. You have a fantastic day wherever you are in the world. Call your mates. Make sure they're doing well. It is a tough time right now. Have a great day. I'll speak to you again very, very soon. Like, subscribe, and uh, see you again. Bye for now. Cheers.